The following is a Tony Lasano podcast. An Opie production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia Man with Rick and Dave. Hello, everybody. Rick Kemper, Dave Stern here for a, another episode of Minutia Men. Dave, right before we went on, told me that he was very upset about something, but he wouldn't tell me why. So, you know how we buy a quarter cow or a half? No, I think it's either a quarter cow or a half cow. Like three times a year, two times a year. Yeah. You know, from a butcher in Huntley, Illinois. So we've got this freezer downstairs where we have all of our well where we have our cow you know it's dead it's all cut up and when we have chicken down there i go to costco a lot i put the you know i put everything in the freezer well michelle noticed today that uh, the freezer was open and everything thawed and there's ice cream all over the floor and oh all the meat boy is, <laughs> yeah so all the meat is ruined and it's probably about a thousand dollars worth of merchandise there rick so i'm a little grumpy right now all right what's it to you what why did that happen how did that happen Oh, I'm sure one of the little children, and when I say little, it could very well have been the teenager, too, went down, got a dreamsicle or something, and, you know, didn't give a shit and didn't close the door. I'm surmising. Maybe that's a little, maybe I'm making a generalization here, Rick, but I'm thinking that's what probably happened. I'm thinking that's a that's a thousand dollar bill slipped under somebody's door later today, <laughs> right? How many American girl dolls are yeah. we going to be? Tra- you know, are we going to be uh, deporting? Oh, you don't have. Oh, you don't have the cash. Well, maybe Amelia <laughs> needs to go, and maybe right. uh, you know, blah blah blah. Right. I'm going to be Donald Trump, and I'm deporting those little bastards to to my to, you know to eBay yeah. as fast as I can. I think uh, it's the least you could do. Yeah, and. Um, so, of course, my wife, who's far more sensible about things like this, you know, well, you can't just make accusations and you can't just be mad and whatever. Like, hell, I can't. I'm going to be I'm going to be Alfred accusation when they get home. You want a tip? Yeah. So um, <laughs> this is this goes no further than the two of us. OK. OK. And, yeah. and everybody who's listening on the podcast. <laughs> right. All right. Sure. Go ahead. Uh, the, we had a similar situation with our uh, freezer out in the garage we have one uh, like a big freezer out in the garage right. and it, it's the same thing like you said they go and they get ice cream out or whatever and then they just leave it open it's just right. you know they're just not thinking right. um or caring as you mentioned <laughs> um and i so I, last time this happened uh i had all three of them surrounding me and i pointed out that uh it was time for somebody to confess to the crime they all looked at their shoes i said and this is exactly why i installed that camera (laughs) and they all their eyes were like wide and sure enough i got a confession oh i am gonna use that oh that is um so i'll have to bring back the electric shocks that i bought (laughs) in the hardware store uh but oh i love the camera idea i got it right here yeah, I think it's Lila, Lila would probably the fourteen year. How old were the kids when you did that? Um, let's see. I, I would say the the oldest at that time was about seventeen. Oh, okay. So no, it worked. I mean, he wasn't the one that confessed. It was the youngest one. <laughs> uh, well, and this is the same guy. This is coming from the parenting book that you wrote about taking your kid to prison right didn't you take your yeah i don't believe i put that story in the book dave (laughs) 
<laughs> so <laughs> thanks for reading the story, reading the book. Father Knows Nothing available right now at Eckhart's Press. Father's Day special. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Why don't you tell everybody the the, the story where you took your. I your think we're, we don't really have enough time for that. You know, uh, what? we've got all the time in the world. No, friend. we really don't. We've only got 22 minutes to give people minutia. Uh, uh, you know, so and in fact, we've got audio that says it. Let me play it and I'll show it to you. You're listening to Minutia Men, featuring the wacky exploits of your good pals, Rick and Dave. Give them 22 minutes and they'll give you absolutely nothing of value. Okay, so give us absolutely nothing of value as we launch into actual Minutia. Palestinian judge bans divorce during Ramadan because people make hasty decisions when they're hungry. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of those stories you really don't need to delve beyond the headline yeah right basically a palestinian judge has banned divorces during the month of ramadan because people make some hasty decisions rick when they're hungry uh and uh, because during not- ramadan you fast for 30 days right 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 and actually if you're muslim you can come to my house and and fast because we have no food <laughs> Uh, it, it is true people get cranky i remember when i was in college i had a girlfriend who every time she got a little bit of cranky i slipped out the back went got went to dairy queen and everything was fine <laughs> the elixir yeah right. exactly uh um do you get cranky you, yourself oh my god yeah um i um but i'm like always hungry because i never have time for myself to eat you know, so I'm always like eating a couple of crackers here and a some cheesecake because I devote my life to my kids, Rick. Yes, that's true. That's so true. it's never about me. So, so basically, yeah, this uh, this judge says that, uh, hey, you know what? I'm not going to grant any. And I guess you can only get divorced in if you're Muslim by a religious cleric or something, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But I will tell you one thing I know for sure, and that is I will not be making any Muslim jokes. And let's uh, carry on to the next segment. <laughs> well, you know, we hear one quick thing. You know how yeah. the, I mean in Ramadan it's thirty days, right? Right. I mean it's from sun sun, um, and they they're able to do it. Us Jews, we get like twenty two hours of fasting once every you know once every September, and we can't stop bitching about it. Hey, Catholics, we have to eat fish on Friday during Lent, and it's a big big headache. <laughs> you know, and and I don't even do it. In fact, I refuse. I once went to a gambling. I, I went. It was like a charity night at a at a church during during Lent on a Friday, and um, they had an Italian beef stand. I'm not kidding. They had an Italian beef stand for a concession stand, and there was a sign that says "Father, what such and such has provided a special dispensation, so you can enjoy yeah. our beef sandwiches for two ninety five." <laughs> That that sounds so Catholic to me. That is the way we roll as Catholics. It's like, yeah, these go. are the rules ish. <laughs> right. I'm just gonna special dispensation this and you know, uh here you go. Eat some beef sandwiches. Yeah, yeah, we've got this fish thing. Why is that? Oh, you know what? It's not this week, it's next week. Or, you know, your father father's blessed this, don't worry about it. Everything's cool. That's a um, lot of power. Now, was this because Jesus was a, or because the fishermen, right? Or I don't know. I mean, I'm not, I don't want to. Well, all right. So there, there have been historical uh, analyses of this, of why, because it's not in the Bible at all, the whole fish on Friday thing. It's not. And 
the the guess the best guess that I've seen was written up by a religious historian who said that there was a pope in like the twelve hundreds or something like that whose brother owned a fishery. <laughs> Morty's fishery. Yeah, something like it was something like that. And and it just got installed as a rule and no one's ever questioned it. And so here we are. Rabinowitz and Rabinowitz's fish market. I was just uh, I was just at a family dinner the other night, and you know these these rules that are never questioned. You no one ever says you know why is that a rule? That absolutely has bothered me my whole life. And the one that really bugs me, and it bugs me more now as I'm older, is the whole you're not allowed to wear hats indoors. Or you're not allowed to wear a hat at the dinner table or something like that. Yeah, uh, you're right. Why it's not? considered I mean, disrespectful. Why? 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 Yeah. Why? Uh, My mom yeah. and I recently, I, I want to say like, you know, three, four years ago, I, you know, I, I uh, was at a soccer game with my son and you know I, we got all sweaty i put a hat on because my my i had hat head and i came and we came to a like a family event and she was serving food and she's like she refused to serve me because i had because <laughs> i had a hat on and i like i can't take the hat off my hair is gonna stick out in like 80 different directions it looks ridiculous she goes well you can't sit at my table wearing a hat i said all right see you later and i left yeah Right. It took you 54 years to stick it to the man. But there you go. Forget it. But I still I just don't understand it. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. There's no legitimate reason for that rule. So this is my problem. I've got some issues. (laughs) That's one of my issues. And, And if you are a bouncer for a bar or restaurant, don't tell Rick that he can't go into the restaurant without a collar. That's right. That's another one. I have watched you melt down a couple of times. What? My money's not good enough? Yeah. Here you go. Here's 20 bucks. You're not going to see this. I, I was once rejected uh, because I had gym shoes on, and my gym shoes were expensive gym shoes. I'm like, my shoes cost more than your shoes. <laughs> but then again, I have uh, I have some issues. I've got some problems. Um, so anyway, Dave, I, in my house, I'm going to switch over to my minutia. I think you're going to enjoy this. I am in the process of cleaning out my office uh, to give the uh, space to my son, Johnny, so that he can have his own room. Okay. Yeah, well, that's nice. Yeah. I, you know, the original plan was for Johnny to go away to college <laughs> yeah, right. and, and therefore and not Tommy need. to be gone by now, too. So, yes. But, uh, that was the original plan. That one's not working out so well. Uh, but we're in the process of going through old files and stuff, and I am finding... <laughs> I am finding gold. <laughs> I mean, gold. Because uh, the the listeners don't know this, but Dave and I, we've been friends for 30 years or so, and we have always written stuff together for years. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. Since the very, since the, literally since the first day we met, mm-hmm. we wrote a uh, ad together, a oh, commercial right. copy okay. at the radio station. But anyway, um, one of the things that Dave used to do when he was working in the paper business as a paper executive, he would call me on his way either to work or on the way home from work with, you know, great ideas. And he'd say, I need you to write this down because I'm never going to remember it. So I had a file called Dave's Ideas. Okay. Oh, I'm sure these are, these, this is going to be multi-million dollar ideas here, I'm sure. But now these are from like 25 years ago. 
These are from okay. last century. Okay. Do you want to hear some of them? Yeah, I would. I would. Uh, I well, actually, I don't know if I want it. It's like seeing an old picture that you're young and good looking, and I don't know if I want to be. I don't know if I want the mirror to be. But no, yeah, go ahead. Shoot well, I'm me. not a hundred percent sure that uh, that you're going to remember any of these, and I, I don't remember what they are either because i i didn't have time to write down the whole concept so i just wrote like little reminders okay what, right, what they well, are okay so here's a few of them answering machine messages of the famous people throughout history okay this, okay that's not that's not bad it's your bit yes that, that, that's not bad okay yeah. gandhi in college <laughs> gandhi okay. at college yeah uh, uh you know Okay, I mean, I don't know what that is, but now that I'm thinking about it, he'd be kind of a pain in the ass roommate, wouldn't he? Is that is that what it is, or was it like the uh, you know he turned into like Mr. Humble, uh, you know, Gandhi, um, but in college he was like a partier or Could something? I know that's a good way to go. I'm just thinking of him being your roommate and like having your you know your other dorm people on your dorm floor. What's with your roommate with the candles and stuff? That could be. You know, uh, I don't know. Okay, here's another one. Welcome back, Hitler. Even back then, the Hitler thing was there. Oh, there's it? oh, there's plenty of Hitler. Buckle up. Okay. Um, the next one is called Nostra Dumbass. Okay. See, now I remember that. That was bad, bad predictions, right? Stupid predictions. Right. 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 Okay. Uh, Lenin McCartney. This is uh, Lenin, Vladimir Lenin and McCartney. <laughs> <laughs> and their collaborations <laughs> in Russia. Yeah, uh, what would some of their songs be? Uh, you know, uh, Rocky. Yeah. Uh, what would Rocky? Whatever. Rocky Raccoon or what? Rakovich. Yeah, Rakovich Cocoon. Raccoon. Um, again, these are not fleshed out ideas. They're just. They're all right, here's one. Punchlines. The game show. Now okay, that, that's that's brilliant. I think that's pretty good. Yeah, that's, you know, you'd have a game show where set up the jokes and then. Yeah, you do the punchline and then you, the punchline, the punchline is said and then you have to do the setup. Make the joke. Yeah, that's actually, that's brilliant. Yeah, I like that one. Um, Wheel of Torture. <laughs> okay. Any idea I mean, on that one? No, good torture kind of <laughs> rhymes with fortune, I guess. Maybe, uh, no, I really, uh, another game show maybe, uh. That has okay. Some, I don't know. Uh, shock comedy in history. And I'm, I'm thinking that's like a. Uh, there's a lot of historical ones like that. Uh, like Pol uh, Pot doing stand up or something. Yeah, something like that. Okay. Uh, Nazi sports talk radio. <laughs> okay. Again, that's. I don't know what that means, but that's funny. Uh, Chris Christmas form letters from history, you know that's that's oh, yeah yeah. yeah. yeah right. How to make a German laugh? That sounds like uh, interesting. That's another great game show. Yeah, twenty first century dioramas. That's uh, must have uh, been when you were had to help your daughters with something. Um, but anyway, that's just some of them. Uh, there's there's like forty pages of these, so I I, I wanted to to do one that is kind of recent for you because in in our uh, standard way, we never finished this. This is fifty things we wanted to accomplish be before we turned fifty. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we okay. brainstormed for for years on this. 
and we could only come up with 37 <laughs> so we abandoned the project <laughs> okay did, did we did we accomplish any of them well let's find out okay um change the oil by myself nope nope buy a dress for the wife nope no give up remote control for a week no nope nope retire power rotation jokes no no go hunting (laughs) (laughs) no (laughs) Uh, make a craft with the kids yeah i've done that i have not uh no i hate crafts i really i hate 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 crafts no i I wouldn't do them i'm no they can fail as far as i'm concerned i'm not making a craft um go to a cocktail party and don't drink a cocktail no i don't know i've never done that. i've never done it either hug a male friend (laughs) that i think that might be mine (laughs) yeah you know know, the next time i see you which will be landecker's event next weekend right yeah is it next weekend yeah oh i i'm going i'm just gonna I'm just going to hug you and just keep it really long. (laughs) Read any book by one of the Bronte sisters. Nope. No. Watch Beaches. Uh, I've seen Beaches. You have? I have not. Oh, Uh, you know what? Maybe not. Wait, is that the one where somebody dies? Yes. Well, they're all. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I think I saw that. Um, Here's one that I remember you, you giving me this one research insurance companies for best deal oh. did you have you ever done that no no this is why we're married <laughs> this is why we got wives because we are not capable of something like that um what's this one get rid of that thing your wife has been begging you to get rid of uh that uh, some of my ugly like that ugly purple sweater yeah is did, gone did it's you gone. really well, I sent it to um, Spencer Page. Okay. All right. Well, let's save some of these others for a, a later date, but I'm just going to read through here um, if there's anything. Uh, make cologne part of my life? No. Uh, <laughs> uh, what? Have you ever worn cologne? I have some cologne, but I think I've only worn it like three times or four times in yeah. my entire life. Yeah, it's just, uh, and when, you know, when I see a guy, you know, or when that's wearing cologne, I think they're kind of weird. Metrosexuals. I think metrosexuals. Yeah, but don't you think they're kind of odd? Yeah, but they smell delightful. (laughs) I guess that's true, but yeah, I don't, I'm just not a cologne guy. I gotta be honest with you. I'm not either. All right, right, what other minutiae do you have for us this week, Dave? Well, we touched on Nazis. How about another one? White supremacist converts to Islam. Then kills neo-Nazi pals for disrespecting his new faith. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, guess what state this is in. Oh, please tell me it's either Florida or Texas. Cue up the Sunshine State, my friend. What's wrong with you, Florida? All right. What's wrong with you, Florida? A uh, white supremacist is being accused of fatally shooting his dude neo. You know what I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm going to do it in my sitcom voice. A white supremacist is is being accused of fatally shooting his two Nazi roommates after they objected to his decision to convert to Islam. Tuesdays on Fox. Um, The Tampa Bay Times reports that 18-year-old Devin Arthurs is being accused by police for gunning down two of his roommates. 22-year-old 
Jeremy, I'm not making up his last name, Himmelman. That, yeah. not Himmlerman, but yeah. Himmelman. Okay. An, eight, an 18-year-old Andrew Wunschuk after they attacked his newfound Muslim faith. According to police, Arthurs was upset as a, at Islamophobia and decided to murder his two roommates to bring attention to his cause. Prior yeah. to converting to Islam, Arthurs was a committed white supremacist and and as were his two slain roommates. That's so a, that's like uh, that's like mental whiplash. Uh, well, you got to respect him for committing to the shtick right off the bat. <laughs> well, right? I mean, yeah, I guess. I guess. Uh, so, wow. So, uh, yeah. So uh, Mr. Arthurs decided, hey, all of a sudden. Now, what I think is hilarious is that, OK, he's going to convert to Islam, but he's going to still live with the two Nazis. Well, yeah, I mean, that's your best chance of converting them is to uh, to show them your life, uh, living the life. I, 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 yeah, I don't get that either. So um, so there you go. So um, it sounds kind of like he became a Muslim on Monday and then Wednesday shot his buddies and yeah. his buddies were like, hey, what happened to the whole Nazi thing? Why are we Nazis? Right. right. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, you're too good for Nazis now. Yeah. Oh, Mr. Islam. <laughs> Uh, you know yeah. what you are? You're anti-Naziistic. <laughs> yeah, right. You're an, you're an anti-Naziite. Okay. So, uh, hey, listen, by the way, we should tell people if they want to uh, uh, check out uh, Minutia Men, there, there are ways to uh, subscribe to the podcast, aren't there, Dave? Rick, there are a lot of ways. First of all, you can go to radiomisfits.com if you want to listen to the podcast off of the website. If you're, you know... That's like a trial. You know what I'm saying? It's a free sample. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like Costco. Okay. Um, then you can go on iTunes and you can subscribe there. You can go on Stitcher. You can subscribe there. Google Play. We're there. Um, and um, we'll love to have you. It's free. No cost, Rick. Zero. Okay. Not a zippy. And uh, yeah, please, please subscribe. And also... If you like Minutia Men. Hey, by the please. way, do you hear that phone ringing? Yeah, I, yeah, I hear it. Yeah. Uh, oh, n wow. Now we're getting a... Uh, we're going to actually hear the answering machine message somehow. No, we're not. You know, uh, I, I did I warn you when we started this uh, podcast this late that all hell breaks loose in this house after 2.30? I uh, have Sean, I have a son that is actually in the house who's letting the phone ring and is not answering it. And uh, another one who's going to be coming home any second, and we're trying to produce a podcast. So um, yeah, yeah, I'm surprised you still have a landline, my friend. Yeah, we do have a landline. Why? Yeah, because sometimes there's really important calls, like somebody just called twice, uh, so it's very important that they need to get a hold of me at this very second. But I, I've, I'm podcasting, my friend. All right. All right. Yeah. Well, there you go. All right. You should give it So that. as long as it's convenient for you, that's all that matters. All right. What, what else we got here, Dave? Uh, let's... Um Oh, I know. It's time for our Cub segment. <laughs> time now right. for a collection of Cub Geekness. Right this is Just One Bad Century. With Rick and Dave. Okay. Um, uh, this week, uh, Just One Bad Century, Dave, we're going we're gonna to focus on every Cub ever, starting with the letter U. Would you like to take a guess at how many Cubs there are in the history of the Chicago Cubs that started with the last, their last name started with the letter U? 
two. I guess that's true. How many people? Yeah, you're right. That that was stupid. Twenty three was stupid. Two. Yes. Do, would I know any of them? Uh, you would not. Uh, their names are John Upham or Upham, who uh, played, pitched, and played outfield. Interesting. Uh, in uh, 1967 and 1968, as a pitcher, he was a good hitter. <laughs> His description is, as an outfielder, he was a decent pitcher. His lifetime ERA was 540, and he never got an extra base hit. So uh, that's John Upham. And then there was Bob Usher, who played for the Cubs in 1952. He was one of the players acquired in the uh, trade that sent Smokey Burgess to the Cincinnati Reds. And he got exactly one plate appearance for the Cubs on April 26th, 1952. He pinch hit for Cubs starter Turk Lone, and he walked. After- so... Yeah, I'm sorry. Go on. So how how did you find these two guys? Did you go through every baseball Cubs box score, or how how would you discover these two guys? Well, I you know there are encyclopedias and stuff of you know every baseball player. I, I went through I, I went through every I probably had seven or eight uh, really excellent sources, including the Baseball Reference. And then I found out where, when they played, you know, where they played. I looked up what happened during those games. I spent, you know, basically an entire year of my life doing this. <laughs> Is there any, you know, how you, you know how you can get rewarded for college degrees by work experience? Um, this is probably something you will not ever be able to apply to a college education. I would imagine. Yeah, I would think not. I would think not. But I could probably grant degrees. You know, if somebody wants to come to me and learn how to be a Cubs historian, I could actually, you know, grant degrees in that. You know, you, you laugh, but I bet you could do a, a a class at like the Discovery Center or something on Cub history. Is there money in it? You wouldn't make a lot, but you could make some, maybe. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll I'll add that to my list. I'll put that put on, it on, yeah, on. Put it on the list. Put it on the list. Dave's list right below wedding registry tips. <laughs> Which yeah. Don't must, go. You must have had some good ones. <laughs> right. Just whatever your wife says, say yes. I love it. That's my tip. All right. It's time for our final segment. Uh, here we go. A random name pulled out of Rurik's bowl of brushes with celebrities. Mixture. Collection. Selection. Assemblage. Medley. Assortment. Variety. Time now for Celebrity Potpourri with Rick and Dave. So in this segment, Dave reaches his hand into the giant Costco jar and pulls out a name of a celebrity. And all of these names have been put in there by me because I've met them all during my radio slash media career. And then I have to tell the story of having met them. Um, Chicago's very, well, I think Chicago's very own William Peterson. Yeah, he's from Chicago, isn't he? Yeah, I think originally, I think he's from Evanston. Uh, um, but William Peterson, if you don't know who he is, he's, he was the star of uh, CSI. CSI, right. And before that, to live and die in L.A. And I, I met him shortly after that movie came out. He was doing, um, he was doing a play in Chicago, I believe... He's one of those Steppenwolf guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he and Gary Cole are friends, and they were doing a, a play together. And we had him on Steve and Gary's show. And we're talking about, I want to say, like 1988, somewhere around there, 88, 89, in that ballpark. 
And the one thing I remember about those two guys is um, Steve and Gary were militantly anti-smoking. They were, you know, anti-cigarettes. Uh, and William Peterson was smoking throughout the entire interview in the studio. And he is the only person I know that was ever allowed to do that throughout the entire time. And they never said a word to him. They, they, they kicked other people out for even attempting to do it. But they liked William Peterson so much they allowed him to do it. He later, by the way, became a uh, uh, a blurb on a back cover of yeah. one of my books. <laughs> yeah. Um. You, you would think that with the smoke, wouldn't that like ruin the equipment or something or no? Oh, I yeah. Mean, it, was, it was definitely yeah. bad. It shouldn't. We shouldn't have allowed it. But, you know, that's they, they liked him a lot. I don't even I don't think he smokes anymore. But, uh, you know, in those days he was smoking. And uh, William Peterson is related to uh, through marriage to my co-author and of the book, The Living Wills. And he was kind enough to read the book and give us a blurb for the back cover. So if you see that and you're wondering how did Rick get William Peterson to do a blurb on the back cover of the living wills? The answer is go. Rick had nothing yeah. to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> Brendan did that for us. So thank you again for that, Brendan. And you've written another book, uh, your other book, as we mentioned before, father knows nothing. Um, and our, and my balding handbook are being sold in tandem on special for father's day. On EckhartsPress.com. Did is you know true? that, Rick? Is it on the yeah. website right now? Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, people. It's like 17 bucks for both of them or something. Uh, it's 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 embarrassing to not do that. I mean, right. why would you, you not do that? Yeah. You're, what would be better than giving your dad on Father's Day, Father Knows Nothing, and the Balding Handbook? Exactly. Come on. What says, I love you, Dad, more than that? <laughs> <laughs> to find out more about Rick and Dave, check out EckhartsPress.com, as we just mentioned. Also, ChicagoAuthorSolutions.com. If you'd like to reach us, you can drop us a line at MinutiaManPodcast at gmail.com. We'd like to thank executive producer Tony Lasana with Opie Productions. We've been distributed by Ed Silla of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network, and we managed to get the whole show done before my son Sean came in and dis- disrupted us with a barking dog. Ah. <sighs> We'll be back next week with another episode of Manushaman. The proceeding was a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Find our other great shows on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and at radiomisfits.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Old Pie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? <laughs>